Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. I am your host, Andy Bentley, and the Commander's Forge, as always, is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else that I feel like I want to talk about. Now, this episode is going to be coming out a little later, because Anchor's doing maintenance over the weekend, so this will be coming out sometime Monday. That said... This weekend was pre-release for uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt, and I played in exactly one pre-release. It was a two-headed giant with uh, me and my cousin, and we ended up going 3-1. He built this really sweet white-blue, disturb, mid-rangey deck. And I built a very aggressive black-red, splashing white uh, vampire list. And between the two of us, I think I was running five pieces of removal and he was running four, six. And true to form with... Uh, pre-releases, the one game we lost was, you know, the one game where we stumbled on mana. But it was a lot of fun, and I do not want to do a set review of Midnight Hunt. Because there's going to be enough of them out there, and nobody needs to hear it from me, too. But I do want to talk about some of the cards that were in my pre-release deck that I like and will definitely be finding a place for elsewhere. And the, the first one up is Vampire Socialite. Vampire Socialite is a 2-2 Vampire Noble for a red and a black. It has Menace otherwise known as Menace. And when Vampire Socialite enters the battlefield, if an opponent lost life this turn, put a plus one plus one counter on each vampire you control. And as long as an opponent lost life this turn, each other vampire you control enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on it. Is this going to be super impactful in Commander? Probably not, but I like aggressive decks, and Edgar's still kicking around somewhere. Don't play him often because he's a bit much. Uh, next up we have uh, Eaten Alive. It's a sorcery for a single black. As additional cost to cast this spell, you either sacrifice a creature or play, pay three and a black. But it exiles a creature or planeswalker. Uh, Stromkirk Blood Thief is a vampire rogue for two and a black. Two, two. At the beginning of your end step, if an opponent lost life this turn, you put a plus one plus one counter on target vampire you control. Infernal Grasp is an instant for one in a black that destroys a creature and you lose two life. It just... It just seems like my deck, which was like... Mostly commons and uncommons... With, I want to say I ran two rares. No, three rares. Three rares? 
No, it was four rares. Because I had Florian. I had the uh, red board wipe that can either board wipe or put devils out, uh, burn down the house. I had um, Graveyard Trespasser. And part of my white splash was uh, Rem Carlos, the Stalwart Slayer. All in all, fun deck. Probably be a fun draft set. Am I going to draft it? Probably not, because COVID is still a thing. And I don't actually go out to the shop very often. But I just wanted to talk about it lightly, a little bit, you know. And, uh, yeah. I'll be back in a uh, minute. Hey, did you know that for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this podcast? All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash commanders forge and that is cmdr underscore forge that's that's it that's all i got to say about it if you want to help support the podcast you can go there and we're back Now, here in the back end of the podcast, I want to talk a little bit more about Rule Zero. The reason for this is Saturday night, late Saturday night, I was climbing into bed and I saw a message come through in one of my Discord channels. It was the uh, Guardian Projects Discord about a new player that entered a pod on spell table and basically had a horrible experience because they are a new player. The people he was playing against were taking 25, 30 minute turns. It was just, it was a nightmare. So I asked, If said person was still looking to play, I would get up, I would turn my computer on, and I would jump into a game with them. They said yes, and even though I was bone-tired, I hopped into that game, we played a fun game, it was over in about an hour and a half, and I was just playing, you know, dorky dinosaurs against dorky dragons, And it it just, the rule zero conversation is to help set the expectations for a game. If you plan on taking 35 minute turns, bring that up in that meeting and say, hey, my deck is meant to take extra turns So my turns tend to be 30 to 40 minutes long. And then if the people say, hey, would you mind not playing that? Have the decency to say, yeah, sure, I can grab something else. Or I was really hoping to play this tonight, 
Do you have any decks that are of a similar power level? It's that it's that simple. You you don't have to you shouldn't have to sit down at a table with randos and just have a hellish game. This game is meant to be played by so many different people. And the way we make it work, especially if you're playing with random people, is sitting down and saying, hey, this is what I'm looking to do in this game. I just, I want to repeat that one more time. Sit down at table, pull out deck box and say, hey, this is a combo deck that can go off between turns four and six. The main win condition in the deck is milling everybody out by making them draw their decks. And if the rest of the table goes, oh, cool, so we're going to play something a little higher power? Awesome, I have this combo deck. And somebody else goes, awesome, if we're playing against combo decks, I can play this control deck and the last person might go well if you two are playing combo and you're playing control i'm gonna try and undercut everybody and play a hyper aggressive deck it it's all about expectations the expectation is we want to have an enjoyable game for everyone We don't want to make everybody miserable. It's just... I'm, I will die on this hill. Talk to people before the game starts. Get a feel for the room. Uh, it's just... It's times like this where I'm thinking about how I keep the podcast clean because I really want to say something, but you know what? That's um, that's telling me that at this point I just need to uh, stop. So, if you enjoyed the podcast, leave a like wherever you're listening to it, Spotify, YouTube, all the jazz. If you like the podcast, consider subscribing. If you really like the podcast, consider going to Patreon and giving me a dollar or two to help grow this. And hey, if you want to help me get the tax man off my back, as always, the GoFundMe is in my link tree. Alright, I think that's enough. I will see you next time. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like to thank Nate and Erica Jacobs for designing my logo, and Cody Mulphy and Ian Foss for allowing me to use a sample of music from their band, The Crypt. The podcast can be found on YouTube by searching Commander's Forge. The podcast is Commander's Forge, that is C-M-D-R underscore Forge, on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Bentzmister, that is B-E-N-T-Z-M-R. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. 
And until then, here's to fun games and sick plays. <laughs>